Welcome to the ForexWarrior.com podcast, where it's all Forex, all the time. The latest and hottest topics in the world of currency trading, right here at your fingertips. Live Forex trading, psychology, money management, chart setups, news events, automated trading, and expert trading interviews. Plus, we review brokerages from around the world. From beginner to advanced, there is something for everyone. Are you ready for a change? Do you have what it takes to be a Forex warrior? Learn how to live the Forex lifestyle. With over 13 years in the Forex markets and connections around the globe, here is your host, Dr. Jason Gospodarek. Greetings traders, this is Jason with the ForexWarrior.com. Thanks for being here for another week and another episode. Today's episode's topic is this. Do you have what it takes to trade the Forex market? Look, we all know that being a successful trader requires a lot of specific traits. And all of these traits need to come together and become one synergistically to become a winning, long-term successful trader. One of those things that a new trader needs is money. You can learn how to trade without a lot of money. You can trade on a demo account. You can watch videos off YouTube or on internet forums. But when the rubber meets the road, if you want to be a successful trader, you need to have funds to start a trading account. Most brokerages around the world will allow you to open an account with a small amount. You can have a micro account, a mini account, a standard, a VIP account. Every broker has a little different name to them, but most brokerages that I've seen in the past start to give much lower trading cost. In other words, smaller spreads from the bid to ask spread. That means a lower cost per trade for you or smaller commissions on an ECN based account once you deposit roughly $2,000. 2,000 US dollars is a pretty good average across the board, at least from what I've seen, to unlock less trading expense. If you're newer to trading, you have to realize the small accounts, the ones you open for $50, $10, $100, whatever it might be, generally have a higher trading expense. And as you have larger deposits, you get more benefits from the broker in exchange for having more funds in the account. Some of the brokers I've used in the past required 10,000 US dollars to get what they called a VIP account with the best trading parameters. These brokers would either offer very, very small spreads or a very small commission on the ECN-based accounts. The bottom line, you need to have money to fund account to get started. The next thing that you need is time. If you don't have the time to trade and the time to learn and the time to actually monitor your trades, you might as well just not even get started or you might as well quit now while you're still ahead, hopefully. Putting in the time to not only trade and trade a plan successfully, but also journal it and have the education to back it up. Just like I have as a doctor with continuing education, every so often we have to accumulate more credits to be kept up to date on the newest technologies, the newest medications, and so forth. The same thing applies to trading. If you learn one strategy and you just stop there, eventually that strategy will likely not work in the long term. Forex trading generally involves a long-term approach to not only education, but your trading performance overall. So what I'm trying to say is this, you have to have time to dedicate to this profession and you have to have money to put into the trading account. Now, it will cost some money if you wanna get professional education or mentorship, but you can get a lot of it for free online. Look at the schooling that I went through, eight entire years six figures of tuition, asking someone to invest a few thousand dollars or even a few hundred dollars and take a few weeks to learn how to trade is nothing in comparison to become a professional in this world in this day and age. And the income potential with trading the markets can be much greater for someone who does a good job and is successful long term. The next thing that you need after money, 
time, and education is a good brokerage. There's a couple good brokerages listed at newforexbroker.com if you want to check those out. But I'm not going to take time right now to talk about the brokers that I use here in this podcast because I know that traders will be listening to this podcast months and years from now when things might change. So I don't wanna be recommending specific brokerages here live. If you'd like to know more about what I use or what my colleagues use, you can send me an email anytime to jason at theforexwarrior.com. If you do drop me an email or go to the website, just don't forget to put the in front of Forex Warrior. It has to be theforexwarrior.com. Next, after a good trusted broker, you need to have a trade plan, a journal, and do your testing. A trade plan could be as simple as buying when moving averages crosses or buying at support levels and selling at resistance levels, looking at longer term trends. We're not gonna be talking about that today, but you have to have a plan of attack for your trading, whether it's fundamental or it's technical or a combination of both. Could even be partially automated if you don't have time or don't wanna sit all day to watch the charts. Next, you need a journal, some way to keep track of your trading, whether you win or lose, and document why you won and why you lost and what time of day it was when you traded, what session you were in, what type of pattern you traded, or what kind of structure you traded, so you can look back and learn and not repeat the same mistakes over and over again, which brings me to testing. I'm still a big fan of doing testing on a live account. Demo accounts are, in my humble opinion, a good way to learn the trading platform and test different ways of trading. But if you really want to move forward in your testing, I encourage you to have a live account, even if it's only a $100 or $10 account. That way you get the true market movement, the true price feeds. You see the spreads change a lot during news events. You can experience and learn how to deal with slippage and different things like that on a live account. So again, demo account trading is a great way to learn the platform. But if you're doing any kind of testing, I encourage using a live account, even if it's a small, small amount, so you have the real market parameters in play. And next, you need a good money management plan. When I say money management, I'm not simply covering a goal that you have, say 2% a month or 30% a month, whatever it might be. What I mean when I say money management is how much do you have to trade with? How much are you allocating per trade or per basket of trades? How much can you afford to lose or put at risk every day? every week, every month, before you say I'm done for this time and I have to reassess what I'm doing. And also on the positive or profitable side, what's your risk to reward for each trade or each basket? Is it one to one, two to one, three to one, and so forth? And do you start to pyramid or do you start to compound your profits as you win? Do you go larger and larger with time or do you stay even keeled no matter how you do winning and losing? And of course, there's much more to it than that, but money management is an important part of what it takes to trade Forex successfully. So again, we have money, time, education, a good broker, trade plan, journal and testing, and money management. Next, you need to have dedication. If you feel like you wanna learn how to trade just to get rich quick, or if you wanna do this as a hobby and see how it works out, it's just not gonna work for you, I can tell you already. I've worked with hundreds and hundreds of traders over the last 13, 14 years now, and the vast majority are no longer with us because they're trying to do a get-rich-quick scheme. They're trying to treat it like a little side business, a hobby business that they're never gonna be successful in, or they don't trust themselves or their trade plan enough, or they get lucky and make a bunch of money and then they get arrogant and overly greedy and they lose it all, or they lose in the beginning and they don't have enough time and enough confidence to keep trying new strategies until they come up with something that works for them, their lifestyle, and their bank account. Next, you need patience. I've talked about this on previous episodes, but if you're not patient as a trader, you're gonna lose. 
you have to be patient enough to let the charts do what they're going to do. I'm not going to give you an exact quote from people I've heard over the years, but in my own mind, I feel like 85% of the time, roughly, could be 70, could be 90, but roughly 80, 85% of the time, the markets are relatively flat. That means you have 10 to 15% of the time, maybe even less, could be even 5%, where the actual moves take place. It could be before or right after news events. It could be during the open of certain sessions, like the London or US session, where we have the biggest moves. But the majority of the time, the vast majority of the time, the markets are relatively quiet and there's not a lot of pips to be made unless you're scalping from the highs and the lows doing this sort of what we call channel trading where you're selling at the highs and buying at the lows and trying to pick up a few pips up and down. The market will always have this sort of organic movement, this organic vibration to it where it goes up and down and whips up and comes back down. But the big price moves where you actually get the 20, 30, 50, 100, 200 pip moves usually happen 10 to 15% of the time that the markets are moving. So patience is key. Next, you have to have the desire. You have to come up with a clear goal in your own mind why you want to do this. Is it because you really like it and you want to put in the time and you enjoy it? Or is it because you need X amount of dollars per month income to leave your current job or to leave your part-time job or to go down from full-time to part-time? The desire has to be there. And if you treat it just as a cash machine, it's going to be very hard to succeed because it's like anything else. The more in-depth you get with it, the more it becomes part of your life, the more involved you get the more you get to know, the more people you get to meet, the more things you get to try, the more experiences you get to have, and the more well-rounded you become as a Forex trader overall. And lastly, I have resilience. Resilience is very similar in a way to dedication and patience and desire, but having the resilience to not only make it through the bad times, but also to not get too greedy in the good times, to be able to be even keeled through the good and the bad and to sort of take those valleys and raise them and to take those hills and flatten them to become a more consistent profit producer over time is really part of the keys to becoming successful. So we have dedication, patience, desire, and overall resilience. And remember, what I'm trying to do here is save you some time, save you some effort, save you some money. If you want to learn a little bit more about trading, go through and listen to my past episodes. They're all at theforexwarrior.com. You can find them all on iTunes and Stitcher, Google Play, CastBox, and the list goes on. I'm here to help you succeed with your trading. I want to be your friend in the Forex marketplace. And most importantly, I want you to avoid the same mistakes that I made and people that I've met have made. That's really the goal, taking all the information that I know, information that I've learned from others, distilling it down into my master plan and presenting it to all of you listeners to save you money, to save you time, and to save you from making the same mistakes that we've all made in the past. And the best part is this podcast is free to listen to, so I encourage you to share it with people that you think might be interested in. Feel free to leave us a review on iTunes, leave a review here, and help us get this out to more people who need it. I have three really amazing guests lined up for future episodes here. I think we're probably going to be starting those out next week with one and possibly one or two more still in the month of August because, of course, these episodes are once a week. And by listening to these interviewees, you're going to get a really good view from the other side of the spectrum to see how the markets are made, how the brokerages work, and how the big guys, if you will, make profits in this business. And that can help you learn as a retail trader, as a retail investor, how you can make more profits for yourself. So be sure to subscribe in iTunes or however you listen to podcasts. Bookmark the website, whatever you need to do, because you don't want to miss these future episodes that are about to come out. And with that, I'll wish you a great day and an excellent week of trading. And I'll see you next week. Take care. Thank you for listening to the ForexWarrior.com podcast. 
Subscribe for free in iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, and on many more sites all over the web. If you know someone who might enjoy being a guest on a future podcast interview, or if you have something you would like to hear as a hot topic, send an email to jason at theforexwarrior.com. Forex trading involves risk, so be sure to read the disclaimer on our site. Check out the podcast and resource pages for show notes and links covered in this episode. For the hottest merchandise in the biz, and to learn more about being a true Forex warrior, visit theforexwarrior.com.